When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Lawn and Away, the only show that helps you find out about Boris Lawn players uh, doing on Lawn. And this episode is about Josh Coburn and his time off Bristol Rovers. And we're delighted to be joined uh, by Charlie, by One Rovers blog. Uh, blog. <laughs> Charlie, how are you doing, mate? How's it going? Yeah, really good, mate. I appreciate you, uh, yeah, having me on this uh, this series. Oh, no, appreciate. Uh, I appreciate having you on. Um, but let's talk about Josh Corbin. Thirty nine appearances, ten goals. I think he was the third highest in goal contributions for Bristol Rovers season, which is fantastic for news for Bor- Borough fans. But how would you assess uh, his time at, uh, at Bristol at Bristol Rovers with the Gasman? Yeah, it's, it, to be fair, overall really, really good. Um, you know, he picked up ten goals. Um, and considering he started the, the the season late due to injury, he didn't make his debut till October because he was already injured when we when we got him from you. So yeah, overall really good. Got young player of the season as well. Um, you know, considering it's it's crazy was when you think about it, he only turned twenty in December. Considering he, he's you know so young and he he's only made what twenty odd appearances at, at Middlesbrough and obviously. Before we signed him, I didn't know too much about him. I knew the goal he scored against Tottenham in the FA Cup, which was insane <laughs> when you beat him 1 0. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah, really, really, really good. Yeah, uh, really good in terms of obviously the goal contributions. But what do you think his, his strengths were? What what made him get that young player of the of the year award? I just think is for one, is his work ethic. Um, mm. you know, he you know, you get some young players come out on loan from Premier League Championship clubs and, and you know, they don't they don't put in as much work as, you know, you, your your players that are usually there on a permanent. So, for yeah, for one is work ethic and for one, the ability to be in the right place at the right time for, you know, and that's that's what you look for. And he, you know, he delivered that. If, if you look at a lot of his goals, um, he was in the right place at the right time, which is quality because that is the in- instinct. That's why... You know, it's so hard to score goals. You know, that's why, you know, you see a lot of young players now and even experienced players, you know, not knowing where the net is or not knowing what, what you know, position or space to be in. And he he definitely knows that. And, yeah, I think is also is is um, the relationship he picked up with Aaron Collins. I think between them, they had scored assisted six times, I believe. Maybe more, maybe less, but they were they were a great part of our, um, 
yeah, up to January, the, how well we were doing them two um, were, were amazing together. And yeah, just, yeah, everything at work ethic, um, you know, is, is willing us to, yeah, never stop, basically, always give 110%, um, even, even as a lone player, because like I said, you don't see that a lot. So yeah, it was great, great to see uh, what he, what he gave the Rovers fans and also the great moments, you know, calling him Teesside Highland, uh, some great moments in there as well. He was, yeah, he was really good. Oh, brilliant. Um, but I want to talk about Bristol Rovers just really briefly, because I feel like this might feed into a, a more of a, a bigger narrative across the season, because the start of the season and probably till January, you mentioned you were doing really well. I could see Josh Coleman yeah. was, was scoring quite a few, few goals. Aaron Collins looked really good. And yeah. what happened after January? Because you just kind of just went up and then you just went right all the way down to like, I think you finished 16th, 17th, right at the end. Yeah, so, 17th, yeah. So what, so what happened? What happened with Bristol Rovers? Uh, I'm to be fair. I think a lot of people, including myself are still trying to figure it out. Cause we started slow. Like we always, every first month or, or month and a half or so we started slow. Like we always do haven't won an opening day game since 2011, 12. Um, but then after that, once we, yes, it's it's crazy, isn't it? It's yeah, that was a season we got (laughs) relegated from League One to League Two when we had like Buckle, and it was shocking, shocking (laughs) football. And yeah, it was, it was terrible, but yeah, it's been, it's been that long. Um, Mm. so yeah, and like you said, we, I think the the reason why we were doing so well is because our team was pretty stable, there weren't hardly any injuries. Um, Mark. Chris had a little bit of a uh, injury, but mainly the team was as it is. You know, Rossiter, we had the three, four, one, two, Coburn and Collins up front. Um, and yeah, we were doing really well. Um, but, and we were, I think we were, um, I think it was after we played, I'm trying to figure out what team, but I think it was about seventh or eighth of January. We were eighth in the league, eighth in the league. I was getting giddy. I I had a bet with my co-host Neil um, that Rovers would finish in the playoffs, and you know Rovers fans could blame me if oh, they well. want. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think, like I said to you prior, I think Bobby Thomas, looking back at it, getting recalled was a was a big difference because we we and and Rossiter, Jordan Rossiter, the ex Liverpool, mm. scoring his debut for Liverpool back all those years ago. His injury against Borough as well. And, yeah, 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 yeah. It was. When you add RX Loney, Black Jamal Blackman in goal for that game as well, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, it, it, it all st- it all changed from there. It all changed from there. Yeah, and when obviously the 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 dip in form happened, you you were changing you were changing the system quite a lot. You were playing three four one two. You moved to a four three three, the four two three one. Do you think that the tactical, yeah. uh, well, the, the systems or the, the formations that you were playing? Do you think that help or hindered Corburn's performances at that time because you know when you move to 4-3-3 and a 4-2-3-1 you, you're not with a strike partner anymore so it's yeah. the, the game will maybe change so do you think that Corburn was affected by that? Yeah maybe yeah you could say that but also I, I think I think another thing that especially Coburn himself he he picked up a he had a knee injury I can't it was early it was early February late January he had a he had a knee injury. I'm not sure what it actually was, but but I remember Barton coming out and saying. So I think for three or four games, I think he missed one, but then he gradually coming back. He was playing like the last 15 minutes a game. So, but yeah, I agree. Definitely, 
I think, yeah, losing Bobby Thomas, getting recalled, going to Barnsley and having a successful season for them, even though they didn't get uh, win the playoff final in the end. And Rossiter... And then you, we sort of bring in all younger players, Bo, Lamar Bogard we got in from Villa. He was good. Um, and we brought in Grant Ward on on a free after he left Blackpool. Um, but yeah, you could you could say that because it was sort of Coburn was up front and then you had uh, Collins on the left wing, Sinclair on the right wing. Um, but yeah, I, but I, I think the injury did play a part for, for, Cobal, for Coburn's form personally. Um, because he he just didn't look the same. He had he sort of when he was on that score and run. I think he got made his debut in October, scoring against Cambridge, and then up till January, our, our good form. He had nine goals in fifteen games, and Collins was on fire as well. Obviously, you seen him um, get player of the season, etc. But like I said, them two and the whole team were really clicking um and and looking really good not the best defensively because our defensive record's terrible but because we scored so many goals if you look at all of our strikers um apart from loft i think he got seven all of them marquis mm. coburn and collins all got over double digits so that was our main threat but yeah it could there was a lot i think it's a lot of things like i said the injury um players getting recalled and injured uh and then yeah like you said the the more different players coming in it might have you know affected it quite a lot because certain players Finley had an injury etc so yeah I think injuries and and new players coming in and players leaving had a had an effect and yeah we just couldn't find the same same rhythm after that um and pretty much even Collins I think he only got two or three goals um mm. after after January I believe uh, so yeah, it, it did affect everyone, and it was just a yeah really frustrating way to end end the season from like mid season. Yeah, and it, obviously for a fan as well, it must have been quite difficult to watch. Obviously after uh, after, after January, I feel like you would have been pulling your hair out for the most of the results that you had. Um, obviously, when we're mm-hmm. farmers, uh, when a team comes out of form, it's it's very difficult to see any positives. It's difficult to see if a player is actually good enough or what he's got with uh, got in them in terms of can they still perform when things aren't going great um but overall like, what do you think the future looks like look like for for Josh Corburn can you see him potentially coming back to Borough and, and maybe breaking through or do you think you you'll see him back on loan again I'm not sure I think it I think to be fair he's he's got all the he's got all the quality he's got he's got pace he's got power like I said, his instinct is very good. I just think because it and it's it's nothing to do with himself, you know, personally for for trying. But I I just think because he's so young, even though he's tall, he hasn't got the the brute strength of a of a big player because he's still young. So I think if he if he although saying that a lot of the time, you know, League One is a very physical physical league. Um, a lot of teams playing free at the back. A lot of them are, you know, brutes. And he was, to be fair, he was getting fouled a lot. But other times, he, he if he was, and like I said, it's nothing to, if it's to because of how young he is. You know, like I said, people don't realize how he's still so young. You look at him, you listen to him. He's he's still a kid, isn't he? Really. So it's it's pretty mad for them. Um, but yeah, I I think yeah easily because obviously, you know, you're still in the championship. Obviously, gutting for you to 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 not go up because I, mm. I I do like Middlesbrough the the way 
especially under Carrick, he sort of transformed, you know, bringing Akpom into looking amazing. Um, shout out to the podcast you've done with that as well. I watched that yeah, earlier on. That was quality. Um, but yeah, either we have been linked with him. Though. I've seen on Bristol Live again that we might go in for him again. But mm. I definitely think, especially if he's in a better team with Middlesbrough, he's going to look better as well. Although we, we did have good spells last season and we we do play a good brand of football. In a better team, he will look, look better. So I think he could easily... Um, yeah, either stay. Obviously, I think it'd be hard for him because, like you said, Akpom's out on absolute fire, the form of his his life. Um, or or he could come back on loan, maybe to us, or he, he might go somewhere else. Uh, who knows? Mm. Well, my final question for you, Charlie, is: Would you take him back if you were given the chance? I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Even like I said, I even because it was like I said, a mixture of of you know injuries etc um him getting an injury because he he did end he, he did end this on a personal note he did end end the season in terms of goals like poorly he got i think one mm. i think he went 19 from january to the second to last game he went 19 games without a goal but mm. i don't blame that because he still had he still had you know good chances good saves etc like I said, the injury, but I would definitely take him back. I think if he can get a bit, bit get a bit bulkier, obviously not not lose the pace, but you know just strengthen up because he is still young, and with time he will. I think he'll, he'll be an absolute monster, um, you know, in three or four years or when he when he's at his prime, you know. But I would I would definitely take him back. I think he's fans love him. Like I said, he gives absolutely everything. There's not a bad bad thing to say about him, uh, and yeah deserve to win young player of the year and yeah i definitely love love to see him back in the blue and white quarters well you never know it might happen uh this season but who knows i actually have no idea how we're gonna manage josh corbin to be honest because you know he's still very young he still needs game time and uh, we're still pushing for a promotion will he fit will he well one will he fit this new way of playing i think i think he will but is he ready for it there's just so many questions around him so i think from our chat it's really good to hear that how was a really positive loan spell you guys liked him he had a really good run of form played a lot of games and most importantly you would take him back as well so that is a really good thing for for Bora fans to kind of accept and be like you know we do have a player on our hands he is good enough and we'll yeah. see what he can do maybe not next year but maybe the year after um wherever Bora yeah. and Bristol's Bristol Rovers will be um but Charlie thank you so much for for joining me I really appreciate you coming on and chatting everything Josh Corbin and All I'm right. sorry that uh it was a, a poor end uh to Bristol Rovers season but where can people find you where if they want to watch some Bristol Rovers videos where 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 can they get you yeah, just uh, One Rovers Vlogs on YouTube uh, on the road to 6.5k subscribers. And yeah, also feel free to follow me on Twitter at the same at One Rovers Vlogs as well. Great. Thank you very much, uh, Charlie. But for now, uh, Josh put his foot on the gas in Bristol. Uh, but how will he do next season? Will he be there again or will he not? Uh, this has been Lawn and Away. And that was all your Josh Corburn chatter in a pod. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.